0: Hello friends, this is Carrie White, and you are listening to the Misconceptions Podcast.
1: Hello friends, it's me, your host, David White. And welcome to our Geeking Out After Season 2 installment of our story. Just like uh, with the first season, this session is a little bit different from a typical episode because it is a roundtable, out-of-character discussion about things that happen in Season 2. As such, if you have not finished listening to Season 2 in its entirety, I highly recommend you do so because there are a lot of spoilers in this episode. So go listen to episode 56, listen to the rest of season 2, and once you're done, head on back over here and listen to this really great discussion about characters, plot lines, and other things.
2: Huh. What?
3: The oh, baby. it does. It does. <laughs> I was like I don't know what we're talking about.
1: What doesn't make sense?
3: I was thinking that you were having Zach's headphone listen to Jaime clap, and I was like, but the sound doesn't go through that phone, so I just had to rewire my. You got baby. it. You got it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, well, welcome to the geek out after season two. Um, we currently have two dogs running around. One is in heat. Uh, But the other is neutered, so it's not really a big deal. Um, I also have my son in my arms, and I'm giving him a bottle because we tried to do this earlier, and he started fussing, so he had to stop recording. Uh, But thankfully, we didn't get far, and we're just going to get back into it. But it has been, I think it's been about two weeks since we recorded the season finale, and so the crew has had time to ruminate, to think about their life decisions and choices and kind of think of uh, questions they might have or answers they want to give and kind of uh, maybe even looking forward to season three. Um, And uh, and spoilers, I am planning on season three being the finale season of Misconception, so it's going to be a big one, so... Thinking about where (laughs) But it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be the end of misconceptions There could always be misconceptions too Um But yeah so Kind of looking forward to season 3 and what They want to see their characters do and all of that Uh and the way we're going to do this is Uh we'll just have kind of A general discussion up front Uh we can ask questions of each other I will answer those that I can without Spoiling season 3 Um Then we'll, I have some questions that I picked out, uh, and then we'll do our geek out during the credit sessions and level up as normal. Um, but let's see, I had something else. Oh, I went back and listened to our geek out after season one and it was just funny to listen to because it was so, well, I guess it wasn't super long ago, but we were so young and we didn't know what season two was going to be about and we made predictions and some of them came true and some of them didn't. So I guess we'll make some more predictions for season three, and we'll see if they'll come true. Uh, but up first, who has some some burning questions or desires, Tess is already raising her hand, uh, that we just want to start off our discussion with?
3: Um, so whenever the limo scene happened... Wow, that's hard. Whenever the limo scene happened, um, David had me, Zach, and Jaime step out so that we wouldn't know what happened. And then he didn't let Carrie tell us (laughs) after the podcast what happened because he wanted it to be live on here. So, Carrie, would you please enlighten us as to what happened with Esther in the limo? Yes, please. Uh,
0: Yes, because I wanted to decompress with somebody, and I didn't have anybody to decompress with because I couldn't talk to y'all about it. So, um... I talked to David about it a little bit, but I was frustrated with him and the way it all played <laughs> out, so that wasn't all that helpful. So I get in the limo with everybody, and I, the limo shows up after I rub the coin. Then I get in the limo, and everybody gets in the limo. And then the next thing I know, the limo's, like, driving around, and, like, you know, the lights, like, it's like you're driving under lights. So, like, it's light, it's dark. It's light, it's dark, it's light, it's dark. And y'all are there, and then you're not there. And then it's light, it's dark, it's light, it's dark. And then um, Carmine Giuseppe is there in the limo with me. And he's like, all right, you have one favor. What's it going to be? And, of course, I'm like, we got to get this May can- candidate, candidate like, taken care of because he's a bad dude. And that's what my team wants. And then he's like, are you sure that's what you want? Because we could do, like, I could tell you about your dad or I could help you with the bar. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> because I really, really wanted more information on what went down with my dad. But I knew that the team was basically riding on me to, like, fix the stuff for the mayoral candidate. <laughs> Sorry, Artie likes to get out Maggie's toys. It's pretty funny. Uh,
1: yeah, we, as, along with our our mics on the table, we have a small collection of Maggie's squeaky toys, <laughs> so Artie will stop pulling them out and playing with them. It's like, we have a very interesting <laughs> setup today.
0: Leave it. Um, so anyways, so obviously I ultimately decided I'm going to go with the team and we're going to take out the mayoral candidate, but... I didn't know that he was going to use Javi and get Javi arrested, and that's what has me really pissed off.
3: I think, I'm, I mean, I'm honored that you chose the team, but I would have completely understood. Seriously.
1: <laughs> do you get another one?
3: No, he's getting a drink, but he's like (laughs) (laughs) just making the most noise possible. It's like the dogs that like never eat, never
1: play
0: with toys. right now they've decided it's just not our night. To to be fair, Maggie is asleep.
4: Is that coin a monkey paw, David? Um, no. So,
1: with without spoiling uh, Esther's dad's story. Uh, the the coin was a token of favor, uh, and it was usable once, and uh, oh, you know whatever whatever the daughter of Morty Black wanted, Carmine Giuseppe would do. Um, mm-hmm. but it it got complicated because it's his city of mist, and that's only appropriate. And uh, yes, yeah, so. Javi was the tool that Carmine Giuseppe used to assassinate Pip Hamill.
0: Which I figure means that he had something over on Javi, and so Javi had to do whatever. Um, though.
3: <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I one to one
1: see more squeaky toy He's to the pot. so pile. crafty.
3: So, oh
0: um, so then the question is one, what does he have over on Javi? Um, two is he regularly using Javi, um, or is this the first time that he's used it, used him? Um, and is Javi being arrested, just like a, like is it, did it really happen the way that we think it happened, or is the mob gonna get him out?
1: All good questions. Can't answer them. But right. if you remember. I just felt like yeah, I yeah. should
0: put those out there for the community because I just developed those questions. Yeah. I, want, I
1: want answers. Yeah. What, well, David? if you remember, Bill followed the the car that had arrested Javi. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the way, they were intercepted like a uh, unmarked black SUV ran into it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the police officers, I, I believe they were shot and killed. And then these guys in track suits pulled Javi out, put him in the SUV and then drove off and kind of unloaded him into a uh, like an uptown brownstone house, obviously like a safe house. Mm. Uh, so so like he was arrested mm-hmm. and people knew that he shot Pip Hamill. But then yeah, I was
0: going to say it was also super public. Yeah. So he yeah. can't just go back to being a cop now.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Is Harvey going to be an enforcer now?
3: I don't know. I just want to know what the consequences for Carmen Giuseppe not holding up his end of the bargain, because I don't think that Pip Hamill's really dead. You don't think so? Oh, I think he's dead.
1: Yeah, so so is that what y'all thought happened in the limo? Because to y'all, you just drove around the block, and then the door opened, and you all filed out. And then Javi shot Pip Hamill. That's as far as y'all knew.
4: No, we could tell. I think we could tell. Because, yeah. like, the, like we we've been in this mist. Like, we know what's going on. And then you could see on Esther's face that she was very unhappy. Like, there was obvious distress. And so whenever she was like, but, you know, we all said, you, you know, we have to do something. And then she was like, I know what to do. It's like, all right, well, she said I know what to do, and then something happened. So I don't know if we knew that was exactly what happened, but I feel like we had an idea.
0: Yeah, but Faye thought I, like, turned y'all in, because cause then all the stuff underground, and Faye was like, I was pretty sure you had something to do with that. I was like, really?
3: <laughs> Faye thought that, yes. But Tessa... <laughs> Did not think that. Tessa knows better. Right. Well, I think it's also important to note that Esther was really upset in game, but also Carrie was really upset. And so there was like a change in atmosphere when we all came back in the room and like Carrie was not looking at any of us and she was not happy. So I thought that you had gotten to go meet your dad Mm. and Mm -hmm. like talk to him. And then you, like, had to choose between whether or not he would stay alive and be a part of your life or whether or not he would, like, fully die. Mm. Yeah.
0: It was, like, a super stressful conversation. And if you listen to the episode, like, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like we had some good dialogue.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. It It was a very intense. Yeah. It was a very intense dialogue. Yeah. I also it think was it was a cool,
2: it was a cool climatic moment. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Did you have any thoughts, Zach?
2: I was just thrown off by everything. Okay.
1: Yeah, the end of the season was really a whirlwind for Ren.
3: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I was just trying to survive. Who am I?
0: So going, going <coughs> to Ren's story, though, <coughs> I did have a oh. question. Oh.
1: Are you good? <laughs> get that recorded Woo. <laughs> nice okay go ahead
0: um so going back are going to Ren's story now i know that he lost all his memory and stuff but before that he had like a bounty on somebody's head so do we get to find out who that was or no because is that a thing anymore? Because he lost all his memory, so that's not a thing anymore, right? He,
1: he lost his memory, uh-huh. but he still has a mission. Season three, we'll have to explore so that. So
0: we don't get to find Does out. Because
1: that mission involves
4: somebody in our team.
1: See, you asked me this uh, another time. Uh, and I will not answer it. I will no, not.
4: does. I will not say answered. if it's a
1: PC. I will not say if it's an NPC because that would narrow it down quite a bit if I answered either way.
3: There also was um, when he was in the office playing those videos.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and the so video Faye, said. Yeah, Faye you, know, heard. you need to kill someone. Yeah,
3: but Faye you heard didn't Ren hear say who? That. I didn't. Well, no. it didn't say who.
1: Yeah. So recorded, Ren just said like I have to kill somebody, and I don't know if I can do it. And Faye was in the office when she heard that.
0: Did we not? We didn't already know that as characters? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I sometimes I forget which.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Ren has lost his memory, and like while that recording, he heard that, he still has no idea who it was. Who it was. It's
3: fair.
0: That makes it really tricky. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Because he, like, all the all the things that happened in the previous with the voice and things that he has figured out that I think he hasn't, like, he, like, talked briefly about with you guys about that he it has this, like, futuristic gun and had that surgery. Um, but what the listeners also know is that... He has this mission, um, but he doesn't realize that like there like he doesn't realize the voice is there, uh, and none of the video recordings talked about the voice or talked about the mission, or the, or the exact sorry, the exact details of the mission or anything that the voice has ever told him.
3: Um, How do you feel with Ren losing his memory? just want to die oh my gosh <laughs> Okay, well, you say? he just back. wants to die
4: oh it's my goodness so over dramatic i mean bill would be okay with that but i don't oh. know if, uh, I was okay with it.
2: no i mean it like i i feel like i have like wroth, lost all of like the ren because i had been focusing so much on not using my weapon uh, and like not so much using like Pascal and Associates or mm-hmm. like my hacking and stuff. And so now that like I don't have a weapon uh, and now that I don't have my memory, I feel <laughs> like I just like have nothing other than, well, I used to have Pascal and Associates and now we're wanted. So like now I like really don't have anything at all.
0: As Zach, as Zach, do you feel like kind of like, okay, I get to start over with Ren now or are you frustrated that you have to start over?
2: Both. I'm excited <laughs> to start over, yeah, but I'm frustrated that I feel like now I have to take a support role mm. rather than like going in head first and trying to in attack using yeah, the crane. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now well, he didn't use his gun for the crane. Still, yeah, he can still use his crane. <laughs> yeah.
3: he can still use his crane. <laughs> he just drives one around. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that so. could be your
0: new undercover thing. You could be. You could own a crane company.
3: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we can all work for him. I guess.
1: <laughs> as work wanted criminals. Yeah. 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 So uh, as part of the stop holding back move that you rolled, how does he keep finding these? Well, Where
0: are these coming from? I mean, he's pulling them all out from
1: over there. Why do we have so many well, squeaky he also toys? Keeps
0: hiding them. <laughs> so that, we know <laughs> that we're taking them. Right. Maggie
1: only plays with one. <laughs> Why do we have so many? Anyway, so as part of the <laughs> as part of the uh, stop holding back move, you lost your incapacitator gun theme and you gained a new logos theme. Uh, mm. I don't think we talked about it on mic, and I don't think we even discussed it with anybody else. Uh, do you want to? Tell everybody what your new Logos theme is. Like, talk about it a little, or just
2: let it come out kind of naturally uh, no, in Season I'll, 3. I'll, I'll talk about the Logos theme. The The Logos theme is, like, this idea of Ren 2.0, of, like, being a better person and playing the support role. So it's this identity of wherever help is needed, I am there. So completely opposite of normal Ren, which... Faye is rolling her eyes <laughs> so the one power tag that I have right now is truly wants to do good uh, and so that's that's what Ren is trying to do is trying to like better the world uh, and be a and to his point or to his thought that's all he's been trying to do because he has no memory of his past and so he has no memory of the crane situation, or um, aggressively shooting a lot of people, including children who we didn't realize were innocent children.
1: Yeah. So earlier today, I posted, you know, hey, we're recording Geek Out after the season two. Do any of you listeners have a question you want to ask the players? And of course, our good buddy Kit.
4: Yay. Answered.
1: And he said, uh, Who is going to slap some humanity into Ren? <laughs> and, I, and I wanted to comment and be like, Well, <laughs> if Ren's we keep listening, listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he slaps himself in a way. <laughs> so, so, Kit, I hope you got the answer to your question. Yeah. So, Ren, Ren 2.0 has uh, plenty of humanity and. Uh, saving the world, which almost, is almost almost like a Maui, but less.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 It's important to understand that I ran a City of Mist game, and Zach played a Rift of Maui, and it, it was so frustrating. <laughs> 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 so that was the scream that just happened.
1: I played a Rift of a Power Ranger, and yeah. he was adorable,
3: <laughs> and he was such I a good was
0: boy. A zombie. Oh yeah.
2: Anyways, where were we? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yes. I got oh, some, yeah.
2: I got someone to say you're welcome, though.
0: Yes, you did. You did.
2: Um, and he also... Was
0: talking about being Maui.
1: Well, yeah, and he was talking about being a better person. And it's funny because I went back and listened to Geek Out after season one. And one of the goals you had for Rin was to make him, like, more personable.
3: You were <laughs> unsuccessful for the first <laughs> ten episodes. like us <laughs> <try. laughs> Sorry, laughing.
1: That's fine. We just won't have any fun because Tessa will start laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Or coughing.
3: I am bothered. Okay. Because... um, As Tessa or Faye? (laughs) (laughs) Both. Okay. Um, Because I have a tag that says wants to do good. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and you took it. And d- I'm I'm quite perturbed about it. I didn't
2: take it. I actually, I truly want to do good. So Uh-oh. what that yeah, You just want to do good. He <laughs> truly <laughs> oh. wants to do good. Yeah, you falsely you falsely
1: want to do good. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have vetted that that power tag before we put it into publication. I guess.
3: I'm perturbed. Well,
1: wants to do better. Let's just name just gonna, his wants to do better.
3: Yeah, it's just gonna end up like. Fueling the Faye and (laughs) Ren fighting because even though Ren is a
1: better person now, there's still going to be a rivalry.
3: Right, because you're going to go to do something and Faye's going to be like, "This is my thing."
2: (laughs) Sprouts a vine from. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I would kill you.
3: That's like (laughs) if I like went and built a bar and was like, "We'll make bar better." (laughs) We had to go there. We just had to bring up the failing bar.
0: But really, on that note, yeah, it is failing.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, because of your choices in the limo, did you ever take your crack and fade no, that you needed? So, what are you? What are you taking? Fade and crack in?
0: Um. Well. <laughs> My
1: God. I don't think. How many do we have? Okay, hold on, Carrie. We have a How lot. many squeaky toys do we have? One, One two, three, three four, four, five, five six. six? Six squeaky toys. (laughs) Maggie is loved. Maggie only plays with one. She only plays with one. Maybe two. (laughs) But we have six squeaky toys that already has gotten out and we have had to take away.
4: Oh, yeah, David, how many of your video games do you play every day? Hey.
3: (laughs) Calm down.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's me too.
0: I think that what would make sense would be for me to take a crack in my daddy's girl theme? Mm-hmm. Do I have to take a crack in more than one thing? Uh, you can. I think Do overall. You, because I
1: think you had multiple choices you could have gone with. Right. Yeah.
0: I think just overall, I should take a crack in the bar because I haven't been taking care of it.
1: Sure. And you had the option to like get out of, because you had a failing bar four or three status or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a thing.
1: Yeah, about that too. and he could have like absolved that, because so I don't know. I don't know if I want to say what Carmine Giuseppe is the rift of. No, don't, don't do to. it. No. Okay, maybe at the end of the show I'll I'll divulge it. But he Ugh. he would have had that power to to you know get you set. Is he a genie?
0: Ooh, I, like I can't that. answer that. So he's a genie. <laughs> you ain't never. But he didn't well, give me three wishes. Yeah. That doesn't seem
1: he gave a. He did give a hint in his dialogue, and maybe whenever y'all listen to the episode. Well, no, never mind. Never. No one listens to these. Tessa does. <laughs> Tessa does. I'm I, I listen, mean, still listen has a, to
0: them sometimes.
1: Whenever we're driving
4: somewhere and I'm listening to him.
0: Because that's the longest amount of time I have to sit and listen to something. That's
4: fair. Uh, well, but anyways... He he drops some to misconceptions right now. What are you talking about? No, he's not.
1: Ooh, <laughs> oh, you know what? Dad but joke, whenever,
4: womp, womp. whenever we listen,
1: whenever I listen to Geek Out after season one, um, Jaime said, "You know, once I'm done with the liturgist, I'm going to start listening to our podcast." I'm still
4: listening to the liturgist. <laughs> yeah, it's you so can long. never
3: be done
4: with the liturgist. Uh, <laughs> it's so <laughs> long. You, you have no idea. Yeah. Uh,
3: so.
0: Could hmm. I also take a fade in the owl ring because I could have asked about that, but not really. Uh,
1: if you, yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna assume that, you could. Okay, I know you need to go outside. Really, I, I think like you had three choices put in front of you though, and I don't think the owl ring was one of them. Yeah. But if you if you want, because it's all about how you perceive your character and your choices. So, if you want to say that. No, I don't. Know. Okay. Okay. Okay, but
0: here here's a question. Okay. So I'm looking at my cards Mm -hmm. which I don't review often enough. But (laughs) so I have Daddy's girl and my identity is I just want my dad back. Yeah. But then I have for such a time as this, I will find dad's killer. Yeah. So would I take a crack in both of those, you think, or which one?
1: You could. I mean both pertain to the mystery behind your dad.
0: Yeah. I think I I think I would take a crack at both of those because I think they're okay. kind of similar. Okay. So I have a crack in everything. Okay. I'm losing myself.
1: You're losing yourself for the good of your team.
0: Yeah, which I would not have thought I would have done when this show started.
1: Yeah, when and we while became
3: best friends with fame.
1: <laughs> yeah, then and I, I think, moved
0: in with Plant Lady.
1: <laughs> I think during the the discussion with Carmine. You as Carrie were out of character saying, you know, at the beginning of the series, Esther would have chosen, you know, to find out more about her dad. But it mm-hmm. just shows how much she's grown attached to this crew that she chooses this instead.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so that was cool.
0: Oh, But it, like I was like physically sick to my stomach. I was like, I don't want to make this decision. Like, yeah. Oh, well,
1: it's awesome. I'm glad so you're frustrated. It's not awesome that you're sick, but it's awesome <laughs> that you're so connected to this character and story because yeah. that's what makes it good. Um. Still frustrated <laughs> <laughs> Well you'll be frustrated about it Probably mm-hmm. all the way through season 3 yeah. um, Okay any any other General comments or questions About this this whole season
4: I feel like In the beginning of the season I was very focused on uh, Finding the Bacabs And then stuff got really crazy mm-hmm. And so that became less of a focus And I don't know I feel about that Because does that mean I'm forgetting about My family Or like
1: mm-hmm. I don't know Yeah Are you substituting
4: Your old family For a new one
1: hmm. no. How dare
4: you I'll kill you I will murder you <laughs> not, not GM David White I will murder you
0: Hey could Here I not? am We have a kid Yeah
1: But while you're here I Could we record some Episodes of Misconceptions <laughs> Before <laughs> But first <laughs> Before you kill me Let's finish season three uh, yeah, so I think where you left off with that uh, um, Alec
4: I have a prediction Alec
1: Baldwin was going to go to the South Bacob And find him And you are going to Or her And you are going to go to the North Bacob And find them
4: Yeah uh, But what was, your, what was your What were you saying? My prediction is going to be that I can't get my family back And then my other prediction Is going to be that All of our predictions are wrong so I'm hedging my bets here. Okay. Wait, so you think, are we supposed to predict stuff later? Well, no, no.
1: We can do that. Uh, <laughs> so you think you think anything we say here will not come to fruition?
4: I didn't say that. <laughs> don't, don't genie me. All right. Uh, I think our predictions will be all wrong.
2: Yeah. I will say I don't think... As a prediction, I don't think anyone, especially Faye, is going to let the things go that Ren has forgotten. Mm-hmm. I think they will be brought up a lot. Mm-hmm. And that'll be interesting because, like,
1: in a way, that was another Ren that did those things, but it was still Ren. So it's interesting to... Like, which... which I
2: don't know. how How do you go forward with that... Yeah Or Will Ren 2.0 You know Create some like Feelings of guilt Or Mm -hmm. Something like that Because of his Past Mm Mm-hmm
4: Yeah The world will never know
3: (laughs) Um Faye found her true love So that was pretty exciting Mm
1: Mm-hmm how do you feel about that?
3: I'm so that pumped. part of season two. Literally, if Faye's story ended tomorrow, I would be fine. Uh, you haven't
1: saved the kids don't yet. Give
3: him that kind of power.
1: <laughs> you haven't saved the kids, just, kids yet.
4: You'd be okay with that?
3: Walked. I haven't I haven't
1: saved He's the gonna, kids. He's gonna like
4: yet. call us on a conference call. I have terrible news. <laughs> Faye Faye has was died. Yeah, okay.
3: In
1: the time jump between season two and season three, Faye has died. Oh, no, I would end you. Um. <laughs> Why are there so many threats coming at me? I think <laughs> so I think what we can take away. I think what we can take away from season two is my friends hate me now. <laughs> no,
4: not at all. That's just that's just, the cost of being a GM. Right. You do all the hard work. You do everything for us, and, then and everybody we still hates hate you. you. And then we all hate you. Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: No, I just that's a life lesson. Um, absolutely love. Like romance stories I don't know I was trying to think of Another name for it But there's not Um, And so That just made my heart happy That like Faye was able To find Robin Hood Yeah Um, And that it was so successful So far Um, So I'm just really pumped To continue that But no Definitely needing to save The kids I guess I had kind of Put that in my mind As I had But I haven't really Mm -hmm. I got so distracted By the whole wanted thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But yeah It's gonna I don't know Faye had a lot of Really exciting things Happened this season and she's starting yeah. to put together a lot of
1: stuff
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and the board keeps growing. Yeah. So uh, do we want to to conjecture? Because I think this is still the uh, do we have any questions and comments about the season? Do we have any conjectures about uh, what's going on? Like, what is the mystery of the city? You have found out a lot of things, but you've also discovered a lot of mysteries. Like uh, like our good buddy Carl Collins was saying. Uh, He was commenting on our uh, episode 52 uncut in our misconceptions after hours and he was commenting about how much he loved listening to the after hours episodes, how fun they were, Um, but also how much he appreciated our story uh, and the uh, the aspect of whenever you get more, whenever you get answers to your questions, you actually just get more questions and he really liked that. Uh, and he was commenting, like, whenever we focus on one character, but I, I'm like, well, what's happening with, with this character? What's happening with Esther's dad and Rin's target and Bill's family and all this stuff? And so, um, but you, uh, I guess the point of that was, do we want to conjecture? Do you want to put forth ideas and brainstorm what is going on in the city?
0: Well, I don't know if this goes with that, but it's in my head and I don't want to forget it, so... Do I still have the coin or did it like disappear? Now?
1: You whenever you rubbed it and then you open your hand it was gone. Damn. You only get one favor.
4: There's two more hidden somewhere cuz Carmine Giuseppe is a genie. So Right. You just have to find those. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah. Okay, but if Carmine Giuseppe is a genie, I fully expect a full song and dance from him. Also, David
1: I'll put in some sound effects and music to make it seem like
4: I am.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's unacceptable. Just
4: use Will Smith's depiction of Genie. I I thought that was pretty good. That's just my personal opinion. I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah.
4: Anyways,
1: conjectures or theories, conspiracy theories. Because you found out a lot, and I actually think y'all kind of have forgotten of some clues uh, that y'all found
2: in season one. But the real question is, could we do favors for Carmine Giuseppe and get favors back?
0: But would we want to do that?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it's Ren 2. in some 0? dark stuff. Can I do it? No, Truly Ren... wants to do good, Ren. I mean, I think Esther would do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ren 2.0 wouldn't do it, but Ren 1.0 would go in headstrong. Head <laughs> uh,
4: I don't know that we could make... I feel like there, there's, a, there's pieces... But it's, it's like looking at a puzzle that you have, like, two corners for. Like, it's not... I don't think we're there yet to make a conjecture. I mean, we have, like, that table, this, like, secret underground of elite people who are orchestrating something in the, the city of Mist. But I just don't know. I mean, there's obviously other people because he keeps referencing other people, but... I'm try I'm still trying to see their end game.
1: Yeah, totally. That's a good analogy of the puzzle pieces with two corners.
2: Yeah, I feel I feel like we just like don't have an idea of like what the like what is end game like now that we have like now now that we know Pip Hamel was a bad guy and was just trying to like yes, he was trying to get rid of the mob and like create his own thing um but you know what who are the other major players that are like like what what are their motives for the city yeah. and speaking of major players
1: how about linda lockwood turning out to be the wizard
3: oh,
2: yeah that that's was dope. right she's the worst <laughs> I, I thought Ren 1.0 loved her, but Ren 2.0 has no idea. Yeah. About Hates this. her. Yeah. Hates her guts. Yeah.
4: That's why I always called her Luna Lovegood because I knew she was a wizard. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Is that where you got the idea, David? Was that the inspiration? No, not at all. Oh, I
1: knew it.
0: Was it always that? I mean, it was always that?
1: Yes. Uh, Whenever we finish Misconceptions, I will have to show you my very first draft of notes for the show, uh, and because I had always planned on Linda being the wizard, uh, but there were also some other key figures and players and plot points that like, just got thrown out the window and never happened. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be fun to, for me to show you what I originally predicted and planned for the show, and compare it to what it has become And what it will become in season 3 uh, But Tessa You look like you were about to say something
3: Oh yeah um, I was, uh, Words, okay, there they are I found them <laughs> They just got <laughs> stuck Okay, um, backing up a little bit Because I, I didn't get a chance I mean the Linda Lockwood thing is insanely cool um, and, and incredibly frustrating And I'm also just really mad that We ever trusted her. Um, But I think with the conjecture stuff, there's so many things that just aren't tied yet. So, like, we haven't gone back and addressed the portal. And the whole, like, I mean, I guess we're kind of in it now. Or we were in it. Um, But, like, that's the little piece. And then um, the whole, like, drug piece is like that obviously led into the whole Pied Piper part, but like, why were those things connected and how are they connected to the portal? And then the whole peer thing, like, I don't know, maybe that monster used to be a human. Like there's still like those little bits and pieces that haven't come together. But one of the things is that Carmine Giuseppe is part of all of it. Like it was like Giuseppe enterprises for the peer and stuff like that. Um, But it seems much bigger than the Mafia. So I'm just wondering if someone is trying to pin stuff on the Mafia for whatever reason and, like, use them as a...
1: Yeah. Why would... Distraction. Why would Linda, as the wizard, serve the Mafia while she's still... Like, as as Linda, she was sending you to these targeted locations against the Mafia. Right. Yeah.
4: Right.
3: Yeah, it just feels like they're being used.
4: Well, it's... it's, Isn't it, it like... Isn't this shadow organization kind of going up against the mafia? Because that's what it seems like.
2: I mean, and part of that shadow organization was Pip Hamill.
4: Right. Who's like standing up to click. Like, I wonder if they're trying to take power away. I I just don't know. Because it's really easy to look at the mafia as like the bad guys. But it seems like these other unknowns are... Even worse. Right.
3: What is the shadow organization?
4: Uh, oh, it's the... the are you asking David? David, tell us. The Cabal. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. Yeah, why, y'all, y'all why have been to their the
4: meeting. Well, because
1: that's what they are. And probably Jaime forgot that they were called the Cabal. Because it's been a hey, while since
4: y'all referenced them. It has been a while since we've referenced the Cabal. So sorry. what
0: is the definition of a shadow organization? Is, like...
4: It's a cabal. <laughs>
0: are we saying, like, shadow organization is, like, this thing that's common in, like, a story? You have a shadow or organi-
3: Okay, explain that. Yeah, that's where I'm stuck. I a, haven't heard that term before. A
1: shadow organization is an organization that is in the shadows. They do things in secret. They are not, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is a shadow organization. They're not well-known to the rest of the world, but they do all these things to protect the world. Um... The Cabal is a shadow organization because it's doing these things in
2: secret to influence the city for whatever reason you don't know. Because, like, S.H.I.E.L.D., like, works within the FBI and, like, all these other, like, groups.
3: No, I I understand the premise now. I was just...
4: I'm just frustrated with the the not knowing what their edge is. Like, what? That's killing me. Mm Mm-hmm. They some kind of cult, but they, like... It doesn't, when you hear holy war, but they also could have been using a maniacal, lunatic genius by bending him that way because it doesn't seem like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: So any other general questions or comments? Questions for each other? Thoughts?
4: Conjectures? Do you
2: have questions for us, David?
4: Is Deja the the main villain?
3: Yeah.
2: I can't answer that you jerk
3: It's just gonna be all of Ren's love interests
2: <laughs> One after another <laughs> All the people that Ren likes Are gonna be bad guys
3: Because Ren's a bad
0: guy I will say um, Looking to Ren's season 3 bad. For mm-hmm. um, Esther uh, I think she does believe That there is still going to be a way for her to find out what happened to her dad. Um, How? I'm
1: kidding. Okay.
0: <laughs> don't rush me. Um, one, Javi obviously has answers that he hasn't given her yet. Um, and I think that, you know, to what Ren was saying, I don't know that it's completely... Out of the realm of possibility for Esther to maybe try to earn another favor. Um, especially if um, we're going up against the Shadow Organization and we feel like maybe the Mafia is our way to do that mm-hmm. because I, we've already ventured into that. Um, so I could see that maybe being a mm. something.
1: You also have a plot thread connected to your dad, connected to the ring that you have not explored yet. Do right, you remember? which is the librarian. Yeah. Yeah yeah anything else nope okay what was uh, you as a person as a player what was your favorite moment of season 2 I'm gonna ask in a little bit what was a high and a low for your character but I want to know you personally what was your favorite part of season 2
2: I love the EDM cave scene That we most recently just recorded. Like in the finale? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it was. um, Well, between that and then also. um, I did a kind of a similar thing when we were escaping the cave the first time from all the kids that wanted to kill us. I also did a similar thing. Um, But in the finale, of just like creating this like dance scene that like. While I was playing a support role, I was using it to like distract our enemies and stuff. Mm -hmm. I really like that scene. I also really love the crane, as bad (laughs) as it was.
1: As as a negative impact as it had on the crew, it was a very intense part of the show. uh, And I liked it for that, for being just an intense part.
2: Really intense, and it was really cool and really bad for the crew and like <laughs> all the children that were there not so much the mafia cuz who cares about them
4: if I ever campaign against either one of you i'm going to say that you enjoyed children being murdered
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to use this, oh for this show
4: as proof <laughs> uh
1: also going off of uh your you know the EDM scene in the final fight we so we we had recorded all day, uh, and Jaime had to get back to Houston, uh, and so we kind of had to rush that final fight. But I really wanted to get it done that session. Oh, you're okay. Um, but yeah. So going off of that, I'm once again. This is another fight that I I had planned for and wanted to be epic and everything, and like it just kind of you kind of bowled over the wizard, uh, and that's my fault because I gave her moves. That would have been really cool. Uh, she, she. Well, I'm not going to tell you all these things, but she, she had in play. Uh, <laughs> excuse you. Mm-hmm. She had in play these moves that could have created tags that would have helped her, uh, and I, I just, I just forgot to use it because I was so excited uh, by the finale, and also like we have to get this done right now. Um, but I, I, me personally. I was disappointed in the finale fight. Uh, combat has always been something I've struggled with. With the City of Mist system, I struggle with making it really meaningful and impactful. Um, and you know, City of Mist is not a is not a combat oriented system. It is very heavy role play. It is very heavy collaborative storytelling. It's very heavy investigation. Um, but yeah, that's that's something I was a little disappointed with this season. I think it still worked out, and I think. Uh, we had a good Epic season finale But I just I wish I had done it better <laughs>
2: uh. I think you did good David
0: mm-hmm. I agree. Well thank yeah. you I think, I think we day. all really liked it Yeah
2: yeah. I th- I thought the final fight scene was good But yeah I'd, I I would say that the As hard as the wizard Should have I mean the wizard was still difficult But I understand that Like it She should have been like, had more moves. Mm. Yeah. And also,
1: poor Jessie. She shows up and she wants to be such a badass and Bill just took her out in one hit.
4: <laughs> there goes, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> what were you saying, Jaime? Uh, I was saying, the I feel like in this kind of system, the only way you can really get, like, more intense fight scenes is if the main boss has access to, like, ads. Like... Like other Like generating NPCs Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like that's the only thing that can slow us down And can can really give us a hard time Because all it takes is a a few dynamites Mm -hmm. A few really good rolls I mean, granted We got wrecked really bad when we weren't rolling well In that water factory or whatever Yeah And we had to like lick our wounds after that one But we But it's just It's like that coin flip You know, we could get It seems like we can either get decimated Or we decimate but there, I mean, you have had like the Jimmy the Butcher fight was good. I see. I feel like every good fight has been. I don't know. There's just been multiple things going on, and also like multiple situations happening. Yeah. I think that's yeah. But I was I was actually gonna say my favorite scene, or or scenes, if this isn't cheating, is progressively getting better at team fighting, because I feel like we've done that. I feel like season one, we were just all kind of doing our own thing and like hoping to accomplish goals. And I feel like season two, we've really been paying attention to what's happening to the other characters, acting and reacting in ways that are hopefully beneficial. Uh, I, I, that's, I just feel like we have gotten a, a little better at that.
1: Yeah. Which also, I think, reflects in the story because you've gotten closer as a crew and, and uh, kind of becoming a, a family of your own. Yeah. Uh,
3: I was going to say uh, kind of going off of Jaime my favorite some of my favorite moments from this season and the last fight being one of them is whenever Bill and Faye team up against someone um, And so the other one I was thinking too was the, um, the Nick one at that house and all of the crazy monsters because um, Bill and Faye don't often team up and their powers are so very different, and they have very different styles. And so it's kind of fun when they can combine them. Um, so I really enjoyed that. But then I also just really loved the Nick grandma house scene. Um, because one, Faye got to kind of utilize both aspects of her that I enjoyed. The, like, compassionate, I'm trying to help someone and take care of them. And the... um <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um and the combat, like fight to the death kind of thing. And so being able to do those both at the same time uh, was really cool because it doesn't always happen.
1: Yeah, the uh the fight at Marcus Grandmother's house was that was a good session. That was a session that we recorded all together at the same table down in Austin. Uh and I think whenever we are together the show is better. I think that is I think that's just true. I think we just play really Shared well together.
4: Down. <laughs> just
3: kidding
4: What'd you say? <laughs> what did you say? He said shade oh. thrown Oh <laughs> Oh Well it's true I just as, that, I, as I sit in my As I sit in my office and <laughs> Maybe I should have said that Maybe somebody's now gonna come m- Yeah Murder we'll, me I don't we'll know what my fixation out. with murder is
1: We'll bleep it out He's just in Houston <laughs> uh. Yeah not, not a specific part of Houston Just Houston Just like we don't go to A specific part of Austin We just go to Austin We'll have to
4: bleep that out, too. That way, you know if anyone <laughs> kills me that they can speak Spanish.
1: <laughs> we'll narrow it down so much in Texas. <laughs> okay, so that was your favorite. Carrie, what was your favorite part of season two?
0: Um, I think, uh, to be fair, I was pregnant for a lot of season two. Was <laughs> I pregnant for all of season two? Uh, no. I don't remember. Anyways. No, um, she wasn't. So I don't remember everything. So, anyways, um, I think my favorite role-playing for Esther was um, at our last recording session when she was one-on-one with Carmine, um, just because I really feel like I got into my character, um, which I know is what David was trying to do. And I tried to be in my character the rest of the time, and I do apologize, but being pregnant is a lot harder than I
1: thought yeah. it was going to be. You, you were having... Amazing things happen Inside your body <laughs> And uh, we cannot fault you th- For that and you know The fact that we did an eight hour recording Session while you were pregnant is <laughs> Is amazing and you are You are a trooper for doing it
3: So Anyway Yeah, yeah. Okay, go.
1: okay so now uh, Now for your characters what was A high point and a low point For your character this season do we want to go back around the opposite way? Mm-hmm. So, Carrie, what was a high point and a low point for Esther?
0: Um, well, I think a low point on a personal level for Esther would be that she, um, the opportunity she had been wanting all along, uh, she passed up with Carmine, um, because she didn't get the answers about her dad that she wanted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but in a way that's also a high point and I'm not just doing that to cheat because I don't remember a lot of the other <laughs> things, but, but I do think it's a high point because, uh, she actually stayed true to this family that she does have, mm-hmm. um, which I think is big for her because starting out, she was not a team player.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're very so, lone wolf. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how lone wolf everybody was at the beginning of the show. And how, like Jaimea said, you all really come together and, like, you keep up with each other in combat. You help each other in combat, all these things.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think a low point for Faye um, was just the few episodes, I don't know, it was, like, three or four episodes, um, where Faye was, like, finally getting to the things that she'd been working towards, like the Pied Piper stuff, the kids stuff, and then um, the Woodard stuff. And nobody cared (laughs) and so she was just really struggling because she'd been working so hard on like figuring out these mysteries um and had like was so excited to tell the whole crew about it and then everybody you know understandably had a lot of their own things going on but um i think that was just a low point for the character and then i think a high point is um I don't know, there were a lot of high points for Faye.
1: Um It was a good it was a good season for <coughs> Faye.
3: Yeah. I mean definitely meeting Woodard is a high point, but also like being able to convince some of the kids to leave the um the sewer system, the you know, utopia kind of place, um, was a huge high point for her and it took the whole squad, which I think kind of helped redeem um What had happened was that everybody was in on that with her And they were all able to convince two of them to go with And Mm -hmm. then save them So that was really cool Cool. Um, And then being able to work with Woodard and Muhammad On kids stuff as well And kind of start merging those worlds was cool Mm -hmm.
1: And Faye made a declaration in one of the uh, character monologues That she was going to kill somebody Do you think Faye still holds to that? Does, oh, does man, seeing, right. does seeing, um, Jacoby like literally dissolve in front of your face, like shake a resolve. Does seeing like Pip Hamill, the desire of your hate be shot in the gut. Does it mess with your resolve?
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, there was a lot of really messed up stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's probably going to depend on how mad I am at the world <laughs> as Tessa <laughs> when <laughs> we start playing with the next season about whether Faye's ready to go kill some people or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I tried to separate it, I think Faye still kind of got... I mean, at, at her core, she is made Mary and in the Robin Hood story, and Robin Hood did what he had to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And so, you know, there's, there's that drive in her. Okay.
4: Hi um, <coughs> I don't know i think I think the high point was the <coughs> the early like lifestyle change of going from maybe someone who drank too much uh, maybe maybe borderline alcoholism and uh just dis- being a dysfunctional human to you know, not having to work for Jeremiah anymore and um, being able to dedicate all that time to searching for my family. And then finally getting to meet Alec Baldwin. I mean, obviously not Alec Baldwin, but the (laughs) the Bacab. Like there was a lot of excitement and anticipation and really like got this new power. And like, so a lot of stuff was, was, there was a real good upward trajectory. And I mean, it was steep. And then I feel like just even a few episodes later, it kind of was, it was plateauing. And just because of, like I said, I mean, it's kind of a similar answer to earlier, but I mean, the high point would be that and the excitement and like everything's going on. And the low point would be ending the season kind of, I don't want to say unfulfilled, but in that area, like in that area of my character's life, definitely probably having a little bit of an empty feeling.
1: Yeah. Like you had said, you started off like really gung ho about finding your family and stuff and then you kind of got caught up in all the crazy stuff so like yeah you you by by necessity you kind of had to push your your personal
4: goals to the side and i feel like season 3 will be there will be a lot of turmoil in, yeah. internally as to you know allowing myself to do that and a lot of a lot of thought is going to have to happen i think yeah and <clears throat> and going off of, like,
1: Bill had to choose between the crew and his own personal things. Um, City of Mist, the system, is all about choosing. And there's a mechanic that reflects whenever you have to choose one thing over the other. It's taking fade and crack in certain themes. Uh, Esther just took a lot of fade and crack in different themes for the choices she made in the limo with Carmine Giuseppe. Um, I, 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 I reminded her a little bit, but I also didn't have to prompt her to to take crack and fade in certain themes like she kind of decided which ones so going into season three uh i mean even in this season you had to make hard choices and take fade and crack and uh going into season three i think there will be opportunities for you to to manage your own fade and crack as well because i can pose the situations but it is up to you and your interpretation of the character. About whether they take fade and crack And I think it is more exciting when you do Because it's exciting to like have that Two crack in a theme And like oh no I'm about to lose it Like Faye rode that line all season
3: (laughs) Yeah I was freaking out Yeah Well I only had one mythos at the time And so I knew that if I Faded completely in Mm -hmm. that I would would
1: lose Maid Marion.
3: Yeah I would lose Maid Marion. And I had worked really hard and I had (laughs) Woodard So I couldn't lose my Marian.
1: Yeah. Also, you, so you gained the extra mythos theme.
3: I did. Past recording
1: session. Do you want yes. to comment on what that is or anything?
3: Sure. Um, <clears throat> I think you saw a glimpse of it in yeah, yeah. the season finale, right? Um, and when I said I'd explain it later, but, um, so Faye now has the Maple of the Maiden is the name of her mythos. It's a relic, um, it's a relic. Her mystery is, who am I becoming? Because she is becoming more and more of Maid Marian, and there's just, you know, is she going to be more combat-heavy? Is she going to want to hurt people, or is she going to stick to her, you know, good-natured? Will she become Ren 1.0? Unsure. Uh, (laughs) So it's basically just an extendable staff, um, so she can carry it with her, and then it will extend, and she can fight with it. Um, so there's a lot of ideas I have about that moving forward. Um, but that's kind of the beginning of it. So
1: cool. Cool. And then, uh, over to Zach, what was, uh,
2: what was Wren's highs and lows for this season? Um, I, I would say rent one of Ren's highs, um, was focusing on Pascal and associates for at least like at the beginning of the season. Obviously not towards the end. Um, But I did get a couple attention in Pascal and Associates. Like, both in character and then also as Zach. Like, I enjoy the work that I do, or like the pretend work, I guess, that I do at Pascal and Associates. And um, my connection with Pablo and Deja and, like, trying to create a more, like, fledgling business. So that that was a high for the season. Um and i and i and I would say the low like I keep talking about the change, but I would definitely say the low was like losing my gun that immediate like both as Zach and Azrin was like devastating to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lose the one thing that I'd been focusing on for like all of the or for the entirety of the two seasons as a way to like <coughs> take care of myself and the team um and take care of myself during like difficult situations. And now if I'm stuck in a difficult situation, I like, yes, I can do like more support things of like truly wanting to do good and focus more on like my hacking and stuff. But there's still not that like I can go out and just like attack someone. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I've been thinking about this uh, lately, like, I wish when we had created Rin, we hadn't made him a software engineer um, because your logos and your mythos are really kind of similar. Like, they both have to do with techie things. Like, Mm -hmm. I wish we had done, like, Rin is a cab driver because I think that that would have been very different. And also, like, it came out that, like, Rin's life didn't have an effect or impact on the city. And that's why the program chose him to be like the agent of the future. Yeah. Uh, and so City of Mist is best whenever your mythos and logos are very different from each other. And I wish we had I wish we had known that kind of because when we made all these characters without the full rules, we just used the starter set rules. Uh, so I wish we had. I don't know. I wish we had known that and kind of did, did Ren's Logos a little differently. Because I like his mythos. Yeah. I think his mythos is really cool, but I like... I wish we had just changed his Logos to be different from
2: just software techie guy. Yeah. Kind of more activity-based. Yeah. Like being able to do something more. Because I feel like his Logos is very passive.
1: Um... Okay, so where do you want to see your character go in Season 3? Like, what goals do you have? Because, as I said, I'm planning on Season 3 being the end of, of the story of these characters. So what goals do you have? What loose threads do you want to tie up? Uh, and I guess we could also talk about, like, what do you want Season 3 to focus on? And I'll, I'll use all these to... to help plan out season three. Well
0: I'll start. Um I definitely I definitely want answers about my dad before this show is over. Um but I also um outside of the game and everything, David and I have talked about another mythos option um for Esther and so um which I think would be really cool but I don't want to force it. I want it to happen organically. Um, so I'm really curious if that's gonna get to play out or not. Um, I think we're kind of moving in that direction, but I really don't want it to be forced because if it's forced, it'll be really cheesy. Um, but if we can if if it'll work out organically with the story, I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, so Esther or er, Carrie's wanting to get rid of Esther's uh, Athena theme. okay. Anyone else what Where do you want to see your character go? What do you want to see happen in season three?
2: I mean. Before we were wanted, I wanted to see my character like create Pascal and Associates to be like a business uh, just because it's taken a backseat in season two. Um, But since now we're wanted, I don't know if that's possible, uh, at least for a little bit. Um, But I would like to build the Ren 2.0 theme and build that up a bit more and cause attention to it. Um, so that I can do more good in the city. Like
4: it,
1: yeah. Did you have something, me?
4: Yeah, uh, I would love for us to be like uh, X Men. Like we're wanted. We're trying to do the right thing and save people. I want us to have like some kind of underground, um, like meetup of people trying to take down the cabal. Mm. Obviously, it's us four right now, and I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a few. Maybe Javi can join us because he's also a fugitive now. Uh, but I don't know. I think that could be that could make for a really interesting dynamic and an interesting change of. How we play the game We can't just walk down the street anymore Like we can't use the cover of anonymity And of like nobody knowing who we are Because we're getting pasted and blasted On every source of media So uh, I just I'd like to see How we figure that out I'd like to see how that affects my search For like my wife and son Because I'm still going to have to find that uh, Becab And it's going to be really hard to disguise uh tattooed guy with an accent maybe I can like pull my tattoos off and make him a suit or something I don't know but it'll be it there, there's a lot of things that I'm looking forward to seeing how we do um and I would like to resolve my family issues um and I don't know I don't, yeah, I don't totally. know that there's much else
1: Yeah I I like that idea of y'all working You know as a secret organization Against a secret organization Especially now that y'all are wanted Uh, And yeah that wanted is going to play a big Big role in season three Uh, Especially until y'all can figure out A way to address it Um, Yeah I like those ideas
3: Um, With the assumption that Pip is still alive Which I think he is um, I'm just really looking forward To confronting him um, and just dealing with the whole Pied Piper scenario to begin with. Um, and you know, if Linda Lockwood had anything to do with those children, then you know, we're gonna have issues. The dog pound. She was at the dog pound. <sighs> um. Hmm. Okay.
1: Did you just make some
2: connections? I
3: did. I did indeed. I did indeed. Because the drugs, the dog pound, the human testing, they were acting like animals, like in Zootopia. She was there. It's all coming together. (laughs) But anyways, I'm just looking forward to exploring the whole children thing more and figuring that out. Uh,
1: Yeah, season three is going to be fun. Um, At the start of season three, um, I'm planning for there to be a, I think a, A two to three month time jump uh, in which I want you all to think about like what have you been doing for these past two or three months so summer is over fall has started um, and with that comes you know different seasonal changes phase jobs starting back up uh, but you are all wanted a wanted five status Uh, if you took a wanted six that would basically mean you're like in jail or you know Somewhere Um, So kind of thinking about Where have you been for the past two or three months What have you done Nothing like revolutionary Because uh, Anything really climatic And game changing I want to happen on mic But kind of What have you been doing Where have you been hiding How have you been dealing with all your problems And um And then picking it back up from there Um and, uh, yeah. And so that would, that would be where season three starts. Um, but now, if nobody else has any comments or, or anything, uh, we could go ahead and answer our geek out during the credits questions. And instead of doing it just for this past session that we recorded, uh, doing the whole season. So which character has had the most meaningful impact on you this whole season? How has the crew grown this whole season? Um, what theme is under the most strain for this whole season? Uh, so we can, we can go around the table and answer those um, and then see, uh, see what shakes out.
3: Um, I think that Faye and Esther's relationship has grown the most. This season, like, not the most out of everybody. That's not what I meant. Out of Faye's relationship with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because they did kind of go through a bad patch and were able to, like, push through it and maintain their friendship and, like, get back on track. Um, So I just feel like their friendship is now stronger than it was. Um, So I definitely want to give a help point to Esther. Okay. Um, And we can answer more than one, right? We sure can. Um, And then I just feel like the crew in general has... I mean, I feel like we all have said this a lot in this session, but I just feel like the crew has grown a lot, and we've been helping each other a lot in our fights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like.
1: And so the the way the how has the crew grown this session? It is how have you answered that identity? Like how have you played into your identity? And um, I don't have my MC screen out here with me, um, but y'all did. We're the gang. Yeah, y'all are the gang. And I think the gang's identity was we'll always have each other's backs. I think you're right. Uh, before it was conspiracy busters, so it would have been y'all answering the question of how have y'all pursued the mission instead of your own personal goals, which I think we were awful with. I prefer the group or the gang. Uh, so, Tessa, you think that y'all have grown closer together? Like we'll always have each other's backs?
3: I think we've definitely um, done the we have each other's backs thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? So a help point on Esther and a attention in the gang.
4: Yeah. Okay. Zach, if you had an answer, yeah. you can you can go ahead because I was I'm gonna have to think about this for a sec. Okay, uh,
2: I was gonna say that me and Bill have grown closer together, uh, or like that are um, like me and Bill have had a lot of. During this season, have like had missions together. Like, I think about when Linda Lockwood gave us that information and we went to uh, the mafia places. and Or was that season one? That was season one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I keep thinking about season one. Um, so, not that. Um, yeah. Do you think you're, uh,
1: do you think any of your mythos took. But, of, of course, the incapacitator gun is gone. Yeah. But, like, um, do you think any of your mythos were under a lot of strain this season? Do you think uh, Ren and Pascal Associates was under a lot of strain this season?
2: I mean, the digital data implants were under a lot of strain. Like, I burned two of the tags, mm-hmm. uh, but that was, like, in using them sure. rather than in cracking that or fading them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say the hacktivist probably went, um, is un- I mean, like, I say strained, but, like, is um, just, like, not being used. So, like, I feel like I haven't really hacked all that much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, during this season. Yeah. So I feel like I deserve, like, a crack in... Hacktivist just because I haven't been using it at all.
1: Okay. So you want to give yourself a crack in hacktivist? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, you know, if that fades away, your mythos can begin to re-manifest in you in a different way. Not a new incapacitator gun, unfortunately, because it would be kind of lame for you to lose a power and then gain it back a different way. Uh, but a new, a new way the future can manifest in you. So if you lose that theme... What new theme will show up in its place? And it has to be related to your mythos. So if you lose your hacktivist, you already have your data implants. Your gun is gone. Think of all the like the futuristic movies like Terminator, Batman Beyond. Um, I don't know why those are the only two future movies coming to my mind. <laughs> uh, but like, how could, how could those kind of stories, because your rift is of the future this Mm -hmm. amalgamation of the future, how could that give you another power? And you don't have to be specific. You could kind of leave it broad and we narrow it down later. But what do you think?
2: I mean, I feel like maybe a way of transportation, um, maybe some kind of like futuristic transportation. Like I know that Bill had uh, the sticks cab service Mm -hmm. that was always available to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But maybe something like similar to that of like a, um a flying car whenever we need it or mm,
4: um portal gun.
2: Or yeah. Or or maybe being able to create portals and like with like the terminator he like appeared in different places. Mm, okay. Uh so so I mean I'm thinking something to deal with like some sort of like transportation method. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So on the flip
1: side of that card I guess right futuristic transportation. I like the flying car idea. I
4: think that could be cool. That's pretty dope.
1: I don't want to give him just another gun, <laughs> even if portal it is gun. just a portal gun.
4: Car-sized portal gun.
1: Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Uh, so I guess Jaime and
4: Carrie? I'll go so that Carrie can swaddle the child. Um, I think... What is my... I have something... I think it's called Family Ties, The far, my far-right card. I don't...
2: Oh the yeah the family the family ties power tag, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, what theme is that? What's it under? It's under the taken. Oh yeah.
4: Okay. How many? Do I have
2: any crack in that? No, you don't. Your identity for them is I'll get them back by any means necessary. So you you don't have any crack in that
4: uh, in the uh, that right. theme. Crack it. It it needs to take one Why do you think that? Because I have not As of late In the beginning I was concentrated on it As Mm -hmm. of late I have not been concentrated So Mm -hmm. it it deserves a crack Okay Um, And then the other thing that I will say So it's under some strain I think I will I'm planning on or I'm thinking about it Being kind of refreshed at the beginning of next season Um, But other than that I think that uh, Bill Bill is the oldest, am I, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think that we're getting to the point where while, while Rin can annoy me and while Faye and Esther's antics can be a bit much sometimes, that um, Bill has, be- has become like a big brother and kind of how he's interacting with the crew and... Uh, and trying to look out for them, mm-hmm. and so I think that's gonna, that's going to make, or maybe Haven has made the the family search that much harder because I, like you said, I feel like they are my family, mm-hmm. uh, albeit in a different way. Um, we're still uh, a family uh, in that way. Yeah. So. So I don't know if that that if that's help points for everyone. If that's that, that's that's just kind of how it's felt. Is really, I've been trying to. Keep the beast. Help people when I can, and mm-hmm. just be, um, be a protector.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, you could give one person a help point. I don't know if you could give everybody a help point at the same time.
4: I will never accept that. <laughs> yeah. uh, right now, I'll say I'll give it to Esther okay. because there's definitely that big, that big brother mentality or feeling. Mm-hmm. ...knows that she is probably having the the hardest time right now. Yeah. And so there's probably...
1: Yeah. And also, so on the flip side, if you lose your your family forever, if there's no way to get them back, Akat is going to further manifest in you and give you more powers. What powers do you think Akat would give you? So you already have your tattoos. You already have your uh, cloud surfer. Uh, He is the god of... He was the god of fertility, tattoos... Uh, the wind and uh, storage jars um what yeah I guess he was a god of storing stuff in giant ceramic jars
4: what about life I thought he was a god of life was yeah life fertility? life, fertility yeah 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 um I don't know maybe maybe I don't know. this I don't know that's a tough one because there's a lot of stuff that could happen there
1: yeah, yeah. Well, so we could we could be as broad as we want right now. Like we could say a storage jar or fertility or life or something like that. And the next time we answer this question, narrow it down some more.
4: I think that it would, what would be interesting and therapeutic and could come from a cot would be something to do with life uh, that would involve uh, helping orphans. Infants, I don't know, I think that could be a cool interpretation of it.
0: So, <laughs> okay. first of all, to um, what Jaime was saying about Esther and the brother thing, I think that's been our characters like every time we play together. Um, I think <laughs> that's, that's fair. funny. Uh, I think as far as the theme that's taken the most strain, um, definitely not necessarily the father thing the whole time, um, but definitely the bar, okay. Uh-huh. I focused on that for, like, five minutes at the beginning of the season, maybe. Um, And the last I heard, I think my bar is failing or Mm -hmm. it's being It had a failing three status. Or something, so.
1: And now you're wanted, so it's kind of hard for you to work on that. Right.
0: So, um, unless I turn it into a speakeasy.
1: (gasps) Riverdale season three. (laughs) Hint, it sucked.
0: Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's taking the biggest... Strain, And okay. I don't know exactly what that would look like if that goes away. Um, okay. It would have to turn into a mythos. Is that how it works?
1: Yeah. So Artemis would sure. manifest more of herself through you. She is the god of wisdom and the goddess of war. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so maybe I'm like an underground fortune teller or something. Oh.
1: Okay. That's my wisdom. So <laughs> seeing the future. librarian. What? Okay.
0: So anyways, I think, I think maybe I'd go with the wisdom side of things. Okay. Um, just because I'm getting more and more um, life experience.
1: Okay. So whenever you don't have a baby in your hands, you'll mark a fade in your bar and on the flip side write uh
0: I uh, already marked wisdom. a crack on my bar. Am I taking a second crack?
1: Oh, no, you don't have to. That's fine. Uh. So unless you want to. But
0: I'll write on the back wisdom. Yeah, so wisdom. I may take two cracks. Okay, that's I fine. I think that would be fair.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um. I actually don't think that's how that works. But I think we're answering it for the whole season, yeah. So like, why not? Why not make it more hefty? Um, hefty, hefty. So that is season two. Really looking Woo! forward to season three and uh, wrapping up this this story and these characters and and kind of uh, figuring out what's been going on in the city because there's a lot that still needs to be uncovered. There's a lot that already has been uncovered. Um, but getting down to the bottom of the cabal, what's going on in the city, what's going on with these characters' lives, and, uh, we just thank you all for supporting us so far and listening to these first two seasons with us, and, uh, we hope that you are as excited as we are
4: to, uh, to start season three. Can I, can I say what I, like, something I want to play for S- Misconceptions too?
1: oh okay so <laughs>
4: is this too early no i, I was uh,
0: so me wants to stay on for misconceptions too
1: yeah that's encouraging Get right <laughs> yeah so tessa tessa's freaking out because she doesn't want to not play Faye. she definitely doesn't want this season this yeah this series to end
3: you're moving on too quick for me I. <laughs>
4: Oh, sorry. Tess is, Tess Tess is not, not a true
1: rpg because <laughs> true RPG-ers make a character, play them for one session, and already are starting to think about the next story and the next character.
4: This I week- was just thinking about, like, go ahead. Oh,
3: this last week, um, David started a D and D campaign and maybe made a make a D and D character, and I was so frustrated and avoided it for forever because I was like, I have a character. Her name is yeah. Faye.
4: <laughs> she doesn't want to play anybody else but Faye. Oh no. Yes, I did stick to rogues for a long time, yep. but I was just thinking about cool professions that could that could introduce me to a lot of different people in the city, and then mm-hmm. also make for some like really stressful decisions. I think I want to be like. A real estate investor or Hmm. not a real estate investor sorry a um what are they called
1: a realtor a realtor yeah
4: yeah yeah i think that could be like oh i'm selling houses to mob bosses and i'm having to take a call at like 3 p.m that the house that i'm showing has like a plumbing issue so i'm gonna like i don't know there could be all kinds of crazy
1: yeah crazy stuff uh, going
4: on a long
1: a long time ago i came up with a character idea who is a rift of baba yaga uh, yeah. And part of Baba Yaga's mythos is that she has the chicken leg hut that walks around through uh, the <laughs> Russian wilderness. And so I thought, how could we, like, kind of work that in, like, her hut and stuff? And so I decided, like, she has this key, uh, and she can stick it in any door, and it fits. But whenever she opens the door, it goes into her hut. And so, That's like, she can dope. always get back into her hut. So... Maybe maybe your realtor is a rift of Baba Yaga, but then again we kind of fall into the thing of like it's too similar to the mythos. Like Ren is a hacker, but he's also like the future. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't I don't know, Uh, but it's an idea. And listeners, you can take that mythos idea and run with it in your own games, I guess. (laughs) A
4: a real a real a realtor whose mythoi is Thor. What what happens? What. What do you do?
3: Goes to, like, nail in a picture frame, yeah. destroys, the destroys the house.
4: Destroys the house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop holding back to nail in a, a Every house little that, thing. that he starts listing gets struck by lightning and burns down. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, but anyways, uh, Carrie's left the table to take
1: care of James. Uh, but the rest of us want to say thank you and see you for season three. And uh, keep it nerdy, y'all.